Hello everyone, Justin Vakula here with another episode in my Stoic Philosophy series. Today's episode is titled Overcoming Adversity and Welcoming Challenge. Visit my website at justinvakula.com where you can find links to my social media portals and see past Stoic Philosophy content on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. My Stoic Philosophy series explores the philosophical tradition of Stoicism with goals to inform, empower, and help others benefit from the practical wisdom of ancient Greek, Roman, and modern thinkers. I tackle many topics including handling adversity, finding meaning in life, working toward contentment, dealing with change, anger, and gratitude. How are we to view challenges which are present in our lives? Should we take steps to avoid adversity and live a life with little challenge or risk, perhaps taking what might be a less bumpy road, although having relatively little payoff? Sometimes, no matter what steps we may take, challenge approaches. How might we be prepared? How will things change when the going gets tough, when the unexpected happens? Stoic writers such as Seneca include many passages in their works and themes of welcoming challenge, a bring-it-on attitude by which we can face challenge, remain steadfast to the best of our abilities, and focus on what is in our control. With a solid mindset gained through reflections on Stoic philosophy and applications of Stoic teachings, taking action so that we can apply what we learn, we can better face that which poses an obstacle and even embrace challenges that aren't overwhelming. Seneca's writings echo themes of endurance and resilience, being able to prepare for challenges and to train oneself so that we may, in a sense, succeed. In his letter titled On Worldly Deceptions, he talks of athletes who prepare for Olympic Games and crowds which flock to see them perform. Seneca notes that many will neglect training in their mind, and not as many, even the athletes themselves, will be interested in focusing on improving mental fortitude. Seneca writes, How many men, I say to myself, train their bodies, and how few train their minds? What crowds flock to the games, spurious as they are, and arranged merely for pastime, and what a solitude reigns where the good arts are taught? How feather-brained are the athletes whose muscles and shoulders we admire? For Seneca, mindset is key. The core of being able to endure challenges and have right reason, a fitting frame of mind, for properly interpreting the world around us and acting accordingly. It is not only athletes who will benefit from training, for preparing for games, so to say, but any and all persons in different areas of life. As the athlete can train for a sport, we can train for the game of life, playing a role well, seeking to apply working strategies by which to overcome challenges and have a sense of contentment and fulfillment in whatever we happen to be doing. The alternative, well, what is it? Not being reflective, not being mindful, and not being prepared, perhaps being driven by mere impulse, taking random actions, and being constantly caught off guard, perhaps even avoiding life, secluding oneself and being slavish to fear and anxiety. Stoic philosophy, after all, focuses on how to live a good life, not just live any life. Seneca continues, writing, If the body can be trained to such a degree of endurance that it will stand the blows and kicks of several opponents at once, and to such a degree that a man can last out the day and resist the scorching sun in the midst of the burning dust drenched all the while with his own blood. If this can be done, how much more easily might the mind be toughened so it can receive the blows of fortune and not be conquered so that it might struggle to its feet again after it has been laid low, after it has been trampled underfoot. Seneca mentions fortune here, a reference to the fact that things outside of our control, chance events, can come our way and test us. But we can prepare for these chance happenings by strengthening our mental resolve and engaging in a training Seneca mentions, toughening the mind. Seneca talks about this more in his letter titled On the Healing Power of the Mind. Throughout his work, he talks about how we can create problems for ourselves, exaggerate, catastrophize, and complain. All of these behaviors, marks of a flawed mindset, can be self-defeating. 
We should be mindful of our thoughts and actions and admit that certain patterns of behavior, perhaps ingrained habits, things we have not considered as negative, can be destructive and should fade from our routine, for this isn't a productive response to adversity. He writes, One can endure the suffering which disease entails if one has come to regard its results with scorn, but do not of your own accord make your troubles heavier to bear and burden yourself with complaining. Pain is slight if opinion has added nothing to it. But if, on the other hand, you begin to encourage yourself and say, it is nothing, a trifling matter at most. Keep a stout heart, and it will soon cease. Then in thinking it's slight, you will make it slight. Regarding results with scorn, Seneca is getting at an attitude of acceptance here, that we're not going to be destroyed by that which ails us, and we can look to minimize how we are impacted. We can accept what's happening, reflect on it, and take measures to endure suffering while not making it worse for ourselves than it actually is. We can say, this really isn't life-destroying, and even if it really happens to be, like a terminal illness, there isn't too much we can do about this. What good will complaining do? It's a common theme in Stoic thought to focus on what's in our control and bear our burdens bravely while taking action to change what we can. For more, let's call them minor matters in life, we can focus on getting at the core of the issue, remaining calm and taking a proactive approach to enduring pain. Perhaps we can reach out to others for support. Think about solutions, remain focused on positive aspects of our life, what's really important and in our control, and not let chance events compromise us. See, an appropriate mindset will allow us to better cope. It may not be easy, and change might not happen overnight, but we can take steps to improve now. Seneca closes his letter writing, Hold fast to this thought and grip it close. Yield not to adversity, trust not to prosperity. Keep before your eyes the full scope of fortune's power, as if she would surely do whatever is in her power to do. That which has been long expected comes more gently. With more reflection on handling adversity and a proper mindset, let's move on to the topic of welcoming challenges. We can find benefit in experiencing a feeling of success, boosting our confidence, and perhaps learning lessons, proving ourselves superior to adversity, to fortune, to chance, by welcoming and embracing challenges. Seneca writes in his letter on the supreme good, All those things which others regard as ills will become manageable and will end in good if you succeed in rising above them. Seneca talks about the virtue of bravery in his letter titled On Ill Health and Endurance of Suffering. We do not want to desire extreme circumstances such as torture or war, but we can desire to show bravery and bear chance circumstances well. If we're able to tolerate and endure in the worst of times, to think ahead and cultivate a proper mindset, perhaps we can embrace other challenges not so life-altering, which may deprive us of fulfillment. Seneca writes, If it is good to be brave under torture, to go to the stake with a stout heart, to endure illness with resignation, it follows that these things are desirable. But I do not see any of them is worth praying for. There is something in them to be desired. I should prefer to be free from torture, but if the time comes when it must be endured, I shall desire that I may conduct myself therein with bravery, honor, and courage. Of course I should prefer that war should not occur, but if war does occur, I shall desire that I may nobly endure the wounds, the starvation, and all that the exigency of war brings. Nor am I so mad to crave illness, but if I must suffer illness, I shall desire that I may do nothing, which shows lack of restraint, nothing that is unmanly. The conclusion is, not that hardships are desirable, but that virtue is desirable, which enables us patiently to endure hardships. This thinking ahead, foresight, the Seneca suggests, prepares us for an uncertain future and allows us to display virtue in facing challenges, having opportunities to grow, overcome, and further cultivate a strong mindset by which we can be more brave in life and live well. It is foresight, Seneca writes, 
that advises one to bear as bravely as possible the things one cannot avoid. There also is steadfastness, which cannot be dislodged from its position, which the wrench of no force can cause to abandon its purpose. This is important for many who may give up dreams and ambitions which may otherwise be achieved with a healthier, stronger mindset. What's holding you back? Have you failed to welcome challenges or otherwise have avoided challenges and lost many opportunities which could have contributed to a better quality of life? Many may make excuses. A low self-esteem may hold people back. Many just don't want to take a chance because failure is possible. A sad state to be in, but a state that can be changed. Clothe yourself with a hero's courage, Seneca writes. We want our goals to be realistic, though, and have a solid plan by which we can achieve or try to achieve. Reasonable expectations, even if starting small, may grow to success, and surely there can be benefits to trying, rather than not having tried at all. Would life be fulfilling if there were no challenges, if one did not have or find a reason to act and improve? The answer seems to be a resounding no. Little room for progress, stunted growth, and wasted potential. Take initiative, welcome fitting challenges, and seek to accomplish. Seneca writes, If you have nothing to stir you up and rouse you to action, nothing which will test your resolution by its threats and hostilities, if you recline in an unshaken comfort, it is not tranquility. It is merely a flat calm. Seneca writes more about the benefits of welcoming challenges, of overcoming adversity, in his letter titled The Various Aspects of Virtue, noting that Virtue springs into birth in any place. Where will the challenges come? How can we apply virtue? This answer may vary from person to person, but what is compelling throughout Stoic thought is that we all have a capacity, given an aware mind, of course, for progress in improving our lives. An optimistic and humanistic line of thought rings throughout the text. Even those who indulge in vices, Stoic writers say, they do so because they lack wisdom, and only with the wisdom and virtue they could change their ways. Stoic writers, though, don't seem to focus on changing others' minds, but rather on self-improvement, although wisdom can surely be shared through teachings. Conducting yourself in a just manner, modeling the behaviors you may like to see in others, and even engaging in ambitious projects like this episode. We can apply virtue in all areas of life, and challenges will surely be found, hopefully welcomed, and we can be the better for it. Seneca concludes in his letter, more on this topic of welcoming challenge and not favoring a dull life with a bring-it-on attitude. He writes about an element of chance, things we may not prefer to have happened, but do happen, because circumstances have decided thus must be welcomed and approved and placed on a level with the highest goods. Again, we hear the theme of acceptance, and that we can apply virtue and challenge, this highest good virtue that Seneca writes about. He continues, If any goods can be greater than others, I should prefer those which seem harsh to those that are mild and alluring, and should pronounce them greater, for it is more of an accomplishment to break one's way through difficulties than to keep joy within bounds. It requires the same use of reason, I am fully aware, for a man to endure prosperity well and to endure misfortune bravely. I should bestow greater praise upon those goods which have stood trial and show courage and have fought it out with fortune. We see that it is more of an accomplishment to endure a greater challenge than it is to drift by in life, avoiding difficulties and failing to rise to the occasion to test ourselves. We're not seeking external approval here, but rather putting ourselves to the test and seeing what we can do, whether we can prevail, how we can overcome, and we might even improve the world, our society, in doing so. Be your own spectator, seek your own applause, Seneca writes elsewhere in his letters. In his letter titled On the Philosopher's Task, we hear more of this bring-it-on attitude, welcoming challenges. Seneca writes with vigor, with inspiration from reading a text, having a renewed sense of confidence. I want to challenge every hazard. I want to cry. Why keep me waiting, fortune? Enter the lists. Behold, I am ready for you. I assume the spirit of a man who seeks where he may make trial of himself. 
where he may show his worth. What challenges might we seek then, and how much should we take on? Again, like the question of where we will apply virtue, this is a question with answers changing from individual to individual. Surely we don't want to be foolhardy and take upon a challenge too grand, which will almost certainly result in utter failure and may harm us. Surely a beginning poker player with little money, for instance, would be better off studying and gently starting in lower stakes games or even free-to-play games rather than finding the highest stakes games he can't possibly afford while being outmatched. Surely too much engagement and not enough leisure can make for a difficult life. There ought to be balance. Surely we can't volunteer for dozens upon dozens of causes that we may support, for our time is limited and the quality of our efforts would be minimal when spread so thinly. We can think about virtues Seneca and other Stoic writers mention, like foresight and prudence, informing plans for what is in our control. We should know our own skills, too, and self-reflect to apply ourselves in areas in which we can excel. We can look for role models, advice from others who have prevailed, and are doing what we wish to do. We can be cautious and courageous, but surely shouldn't take forever to get started, because we may miss opportunities. We can pick challenges which seem worthwhile to us, as Seneca writes in his letter on quiet and study. We must therefore rouse ourselves to action and busy ourselves with interests that are good. There are inevitable challenges too, like coping with grief and dealing with death I have discussed in a previous episode. Perhaps we wonder about friendship or social interactions, how to approach people. Perhaps this is a difficult thing. I'll talk about this more in an upcoming episode in a Stoic Philosophy discussion group in Willow Grove, PA that I'll be hosting in May of 2017. Perhaps controlling your anger can be a challenge, that you may work to remain tranquil under pressure. Maybe you can take on a new hobby, cultivate a skill. Maybe you can work on losing weight and having a healthier lifestyle. I've talked about this in a previous episode as well. Maybe you can reduce unhealthy desires and strive to be content with less, lower your expectations, and cast away empty pleasures that you may be slavish to. You can listen to my episode titled The Dark Side of Desire for more on this. Whatever your challenge may be, I wish you the best to endure the blows of fortune that you may even begin to better accept even welcome. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at justinbakula.com where you can find links to my social media portals and see past Stoic philosophy content on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Consider donating if you support my work and would like to see more, for this takes time, money, and effort to produce content. Have a great day.